G'day trendsetters. This is episode 718 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for this show, training, racing, nutrition, I love all your questions. Send them on through to trainsmooth.com or forget that and send me an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, uh, a little while ago I made mention of this, and, but I didn't give a follow-up on how, on how we're pro- progressing with, with it. But I decided, I had um, an athlete who just so happens to be the longest serving athlete I, I coach. He's been with us since 2015 or thereabouts. Yeah. And um, he he's brought a, brought a rowing machine and said, can, can we add this into the program? And I said, mate, we'd love to. And then I, I had a, a bit of an idea that I've been playing around in my little numbskull for a little while now that I would love to do this experiment you know as we come out of the water for, for instance in a, in a triathlon and we run through transition we grab our bike and we jump on and we start taking off we start seeing for a lot of age groupers a very a, a spike in heart rate and it can take a while for that um, heart rate to actually settle back down and in some cases it just, it just doesn't um but I always wondered, you know, because we're not really, we don't get too many opportunities to jump straight out of a pool, straight onto a bike, or within under five minutes. Or, or uh, yeah, definitely under five minutes, where it's all quick cycling kit, you know, get my nicks on, your shoes, your helmet, where's my sunnies? Oh, these are my fingerless gloves. I can't get them on because my fingers are still wet. That sort of good stuff. So I, thought, I always wondered, is there a way I can do, you know, sometimes I would do. Um, for some athletes where I'd say um, do 10 times 100 and in the after every 100 jump straight out of the water jump straight back in the water do another 100 and and just do do it that way so we're spiking the heart rate up a little but it was it just never felt nice and then done some uh, go for a run after the swim but it was always like 10 minutes after you swim you've settled down you've had you, you know you've you get your heart rate's gone set, settled right down before it goes back up so it is, it's never been a, a nice quick not quick fix but it's never been a nice fix and it's always something that's played on my mind anyway i had this athlete i was tell, telling you about that, that, um got a rowing machine and i said mate buddy pal how are you because he hasn't got a race coming up at the moment so and i may mention with this particular athlete um, because we don't really plan for races anymore um we keep him that 95 90 95 peak form all year round and he just will send me a message saying hey there's a race in, in a week's time. Can I do it? Hell yeah. He races. He generally wins the race outright or he podiums or he wins his age group outright or he podiums or he's a really good, very hardworking, very, 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 very consistent, talented athlete. And and um, so I said, mate, how would you like to run an experiment for me? Uh, I'd love to do, uh, before you're weekend bike ride i'd love to jump you on your um, rowing machine do a particular set and then for the first 10 minutes on that bike ride at ironman power and then straight after that you can you know 
do the ride you, you feel like doing because that, that weekend ride um, and as you feel kind of ride if you feel good go for it if not you know take it easy whatever you want it's a it's it's a free ride that on that weekend but i wanted that first 10 minutes at ironman power and i wanted him to go straight from the rowing machine rowing machine straight onto that bike all within you know under well under a minute and so we go so and this is and i'm sure that you can poke a, a thousand holes at this protocol and the, the whole um experiment and the testings and stuff blind freddy can stick a hundred holes into it but it was just got me little thinking about it and then so i'd imagine you know a sports scientist would be listening to this just shaking his head severely but but it, but it, i was interested and so we i said for the next four weeks we'll do it and we'll see how we go and um there was like a um a bit of a warm-up on the treadmill on the treadmill on the rowing machine and then it was five minutes at a particular heart rate which would make him around tempo if it, it obviously didn't do any tests on on the rowing machine for him but looking at heart rate this is what i would expect um his heart rate to be if he was running so it would be tempo um because i thought well you know you run through transition you know the heart rate spikes is it spiking for a lot of the athletes generally in that tempo if not threshold area so i said let's get your heart rate there for five minutes straight onto the you know i think it was like two minutes easy then straight on to the bike and then for 10 minutes um at ironman power well, for the first three weeks, there was no change because I was measuring um, heart rate during perceived effort and heart rate during that ten minutes. There were the two main key factors because it was at set at a particular power. So for the first three weeks, there was no no change. It all looked very much the same on both the rowing machine and the bike. It all looked like it was the exact same session, zero difference. And then on week four, I saw a, a five beats a minute drop in heart rate. And I went, ooh. So I said, mate, buddy, pal, mate, how would you like to do another four weeks of this thing for me? Because you've just sparked my interest even higher. It just dropped five beats. Anyway, so he he's all keen because, you know, he, he aims to please. And so we did another four weeks of this thing, and his heart rate kept dropping. Well, it was a state of five beats less um, each week, and then on the eighth week, it dropped um, eight eight beats. And then I'm thinking, now I know it's not specific for triathlon, um, but it, but it's that erratic movement that your body's you know, it's just come out of the water. It's doing a whole lot of crap. It doesn't really not really used to doing going from the water straight into a run. Grab your bike. Grab your helmet. Um, you know, runs to the dismount line straight onto your bike, straight into you know into your race. But it was a it. His heart rate never changed at all during, um, apart from one beat or two beats either side. But his heart rate never really changed on the rowing machine itself. But on the actual bike, it dropped. It dropped a lot quicker than I was. Oh, well, not that I was expecting. I was. I, I thought I, this could be something, but I wasn't sure. But yeah, it's a, a severely flawed an experiment, but it was pretty bloody cool as well. Was I, I? I enjoyed enjoyed that. Yeah, just 
I created spreadsheet a spreadsheet for it and I'm moving this into that and that and into this and think oh but yeah it was good I, I thoroughly enjoyed it but yeah anyway today's question comes from JD <laughs> um we always think you know someone who has with the nickname JD I always think of Jack Daniels Anyway, um, JD Wright. So when cycling longer than an hour, when cycling longer than two hours, I start experiencing hip pains, and these pains can sometimes shoot down my leg. I have pulled over. I would have to pull over and rest for a couple of minutes, and I am all good for another half an hour, and then the pain would come back again. So. That a couple of things. A, a few episodes ago, um, I, I mentioned that your general age group triathlon coach um, isn't expected to know everything, but we are expected to know a little bit about everything. So th- th- this is this is um, this is where I could you know I know a little bit about a little bit here, um, but I, I'm probably going to be wildly exposed on the, on my knowledge base on this. But having said that, but having said that, let let, let me give some advice. Um, so the pain going down, it, 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 it sounds like it's coming from the glutes. Um, I'm going to um, run run through a few different things here, but let me start off with everyone's different. Blah 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 blah. Chances are you probably should get a go to a, a good, uh, experienced bike fitter for starters. I, I'd probably start off with that, but that's not the news. You you want something to bite hold of. So generally, um, and and I'm going back to the. Um, I'm, I'm probably not the best person to answer this question, but but anyway, let me answer it. Um, being glued, having those pains shoot down, it's probably coming from your glutes. So the chances are it's either um, needs needs releasing, um, like a muscle release, or and I'd probably lean towards this one a bit more that it's um, under strength for what you get it trying to get it to do um so you might need you either increase the load over what did you say two hours um too quickly or you're not used to going over to that too much um let, let's say for instance you, you're only doing that every you know two weeks probably chances are or every three weeks or whatever chances are you you're probably have, gonna have to do some glute strengthening exercises if i'm if i'm right um and then i but i would attack it from both ends i would attack it from three angles but the two main angles i would attack it at is i'd be looking to actively release that your glutes um every day in particular um yeah, i'd do it every single day so um some stretches some massaging into it some foam rollers um yeah, um get a cricket ball or something and sit on that and really dive dive in um 
I would, so I would attack it from that angle. I would also attack it from doing um, glute strength exercises, um, glute bridges. Um, yeah, you know, there's a crap load. There's some band walks and stuff. Um, I'd be looking at doing that um, every second day for the strength exercises every second day, um, stretching and foam rolling and releases every day. I'd also look at stretching after every bike ride. And then start. So if you if you got a trainer at home, just jump on the trainer and get someone to film you cycling. And then from behind and from the sides, and have a look at your position. If the, if from behind you're rocking or moving at all, you you need to be rock solid back there. So that could be uh, um, the case. But I think with um, I think if if you're rocking, the pain's most likely going to be up going up your back not down so i'm just thinking out loud here so chances are it could be bike fitting it could be needed a new bike fit but the fact that it's going down makes me think it it's your glute needs strengthening and um releasing that's where i would lean to so if uh, so if you're not seeing improvements over the next two weeks i'd go to a physio um one that does um what's that thing called trigger point therapy and or dry needling you get dry needling in that area it's going to you know make may make you feel uncomfortable because you're gonna have to be you know starkers on the massage table while they're sticking needles into your butt but those those magic need the dry needling um i've recommended them to a few people and they're just magic needles it's like acupuncture but uh, with acupuncture they have particular spots where dry needling it's more done on feel um i i i recommend it i was actually thinking very much of doing um a course on how to do dry needling i do uh, i do cupping which is similar um I have done a massage therapy course, but they never covered anything close to dry needling before. But um, yeah, but anyway, I'm just gibbering a bit more too here. So anyway, if you guys have any questions, training, racing, nutrition, I love them all. It makes me feel important. You know, <laughs> trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooroo.